Good day, good day, good day. This is Coffee Conversations with Father David. And I'm Deacon Bob. Hope you're doing well today. Here we are, getting to the end of February. I know. Another week, another podcast, another uh, time of chipping ice off your car this morning, right, Deacon Bob? Absolutely. I had to warm it up a little bit because it was just this block of ice. Yeah. Um, but it finally melted, so that was good. Yeah. I'm ready. I think I'm. we had, uh, this last week, we had that 60-degree warm-up. I think I'm, I'm ready to go snowboarding once more. I'm going to go tonight with my brother because uh, I got him as a Christmas present. We're just, oh, that's We're just going to go for a little bit. To Where are you guys going? Just Boston Mills. Okay. So we're going to go for a little bit. After that, I think I'm, I'm probably ready to, to hit the beach, right? I saw Alpine still had some grass you could see. <laughs> yeah. But I don't know what their base is. How's Boston Mills or Brandywine's uh, base? Not too bad. I mean, I haven't drove, driven past it in a few days. So. That's good. But they, yeah, they got snow. They keep it pretty well. Yeah, so hope life is exciting. It's exciting, certainly over here at the parish. Dig Bob, you did uh, the first night of the Chosen. We right? did uh, we're Chosen in, series on Monday. We're in series. Uh, what is it? Season two. Season two. Yeah. And we looked at episode one, which was just really good. Jesus kind of helps James and John understand they're not as important as they think they are. Yeah. But they are important. They're going to conquer the world, but not in the way that they want to. Right. <laughs> Namely through fire and through <laughs> burning down their enemies. Yes. They're zealous. They're zealous. Zealous. And what, what what's the name he has for them? The Sons of Thunder. The Sons of Thunder, right? Yeah. Which is kind of cool because Thunder ends up coming into this episode at various points. Yeah. Which they, kind of. they have such good writers. Yeah. So. Yeah. So for those who haven't seen uh, or heard of The Chosen, The Chosen is a, a TV series. Um, I think it's on Amazon and whichever at this point. But originally, it started as just an app you downloaded on your phone. You could just watch all the series, all mm-hmm. the episodes for free, and it was uh, basically like a crowdfunding kind of thing. So you would pat, you'd you'd watch watch an episode and then donate whatever money you wanted, and it's like generated I don't know billions of dollars at this point. Yeah, it's phenomenal. So and uh, you can also get it on DVD. Right. So for folks that don't live stream or stream service very well yeah. there's DVDs yeah so you guys are doing like a scripture study with it so on Monday, on Monday nights here at the parish we uh, are watching an episode and then talking about some of the scripture that uh, the show is based upon and I think what it does is it helps us take a different view of Jesus and the disciples and helps us to realize that that's what Jesus calls us to is yeah, to totally. follow him and totally. Jesus is very patient in the series with the disciples yeah. and very patient with us. It's great. Yeah, so if you haven't heard and you want to hear more about it, you can actually go. We did a podcast on the Chosen series. Mm-hmm. I don't know, maybe like last fall or something. So, Well, it was probably when you were doing it last time. So yeah. it was last it fall probably. Was, probably. Yeah. So you can check it out, that episode uh, that we have in the uh, in the archives there. So Deacon Bob, I have, a, I have another question. Or I have a question for you. Yes. Have you ever had gooseberries before? Yeah. <laughs> No. Have you ever have you ever heard of goose, I've heard of goose, gooseberries. gooseberries. Like I think my grandma used to make gooseberry pie, pie or yeah. wine, but I don't think I've ever had it. How did you end up with gooseberries? Oh, you know, you're just walking around and you just see things. So in the in the Menor area, we have uh, uh, Trader Joe's just just opened, oh, just okay. opened up down right down the road. So Trader Joe's is uh, kind of like a they're, they're based in Germany. So that and Aldi's. I guess the brother, it's two brothers. One owns Aldi's and one owns Trader Joe's. Okay. So it's like a, it's a grocery store, but then they kind of have specialty like things. Like healthy stuff too, I think. Yeah, it's thing. not like, it's not like Whole Foods where it's like a, like a super, a lot of organic and healthy stuff. But they do have that, but it's kind of a mix of things. There, there are normal things, but then also kind of specialty things. 
a lot of chocolate and uh, <laughs> different cheeses and oh, that's uh, good. different stuff. But but they, I just walked in there to see what was see what was going on. I think we needed some eggs uh, at the rectory, and I saw gooseberries. I was like, hmm. just like sitting so there. Like, it looks like a little cherry tomato uh-huh. uh, that is yellow. So they come in like a uh, like a raspberry pack, uh-huh. like you know, like so a small fruit, okay, like a small fruit pack, and it's quite interesting. What would you think it would taste like? I would think sour. Yeah, it actually is tart. It's like a tart and sweet, tart and sweet kind of fruit. But I figured I I had to buy the package. I had to just like try one out of the <laughs> out of the store. Yeah, probably, probably wouldn't be yeah. looked at, but. <laughs> So if you if you want to go to Trader Joe's and and, and buy some gooseberries, gooseberries, uh, it's it's an experience. There you go. It's an. It's an <laughs> do they still have three buck Chuck? Or uh, it's, they, uh, they do. They do. Cheap wine. Yeah, cheap wine. Um, but real quick, so like, so you're probably asking, what is a gooseberry? Um, so a gooseberry uh, is a common name for the for for many species of uh, rebies. So that must be a, that that kind of fruit. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right, but whatever. Uh, as well as a large number of plants, the berries are uh, the genus and are edible and maybe green, orange, red, purple, yellow, white, or black. So I think they, I think these these particular gooseberries came from Colombia. So Colombian, Colombian, <laughs> Colombian gooseberries. So anyway, all right, there it, you go. There's a random. Thought. So <laughs> r- random. So you know. But I was just thinking, like, how do you get how do you get the name gooseberry? I was thinking, and I was thinking, like. You know, Adam, you know, in the garden. You know, he yeah. had to, to name all of the animals and name all the plants. And and we will name it Gooseberry. <laughs> and it will so, so be named. I, I was having a thought about that the other day, though. Like, where did all those names come from that, you know, that Adam thought? Like, how do we come to name things? You know, it's in a sense of, like, they didn't just come from us. Like, God would have had to have given us you know, those, those names, like, like in a sense, they didn't didn't come out of nowhere. Right. Well, I think a lot of the names are more, um, they tell a story about the person. So Adam means of the earth or from the earth. Sure. Or Esau, who is red and hairy means red and hairy. Yeah. So I think it tells more of the quality of the person. Yeah. Um, It it describes something of what it is though. mm -hmm. Right. 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 I mean, that's, and that's names. Names are, and we could see it as kind of just a superficial. Well, it's just a social construction that we've just kind of come we've up just, with. We've just come up with this name, but there is a real interesting connection between a name and, and, and what the thing is, you know. And sometimes the name even sounds like whatever the thing is. Right. And I'm drawing a blank at the moment. Gooseberry. <laughs> I don't know. I don't. I don't know where the goose comes in with the gooseberry. Yeah, I don't. That but, one uh, I don't know. Unless geese eat them. I don't yeah, know. probably. Uh, more than likely, right? Mm-hmm. But it, yeah, it's, it's interesting thought. You know, names aren't just random or kind of arbitrary, but uh, but they would have had to come from 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 God. You know, Adam. You know, Adam, the person. You know, in, in scripture, you know, or representative of humanity in mm-hmm. general. Um, these names uh, came from came from God in a real way. So, well, I don't know. yeah, and even like Abraham, the father of many. Right. You know, it tells a little bit about his story. Jesus, God saves, right, right, mm-hmm. right. I mean, that's that's who Jesus, the second person of the Trinity, uh, the Word made flesh. Uh, Jesus is God who who saves. If if God the Father is God, God who creates. God Jesus, God the Son is God who saves. God the Holy Spirit is God who is present, sanctifying and pr- sanctifying, present. You know, mm-hmm. with us. Yeah, Spiritus, right. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, so we want to talk about names today. It was kind of a, a thought of that as a transition to our topic. So we saw um, a little video on TikTok this week, and it was a woman talking about the name Yahweh. Uh, so Yahweh is uh, one of the names uh, for God, and we'll talk about that in um, in a minute. I suppose we've talked about this a little bit, but yeah, what do you think the significance of, of, of names are? The names of oh just 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 anything general. like you thought about the significance of your own name you know well at least for me I was named after um, Saint Robert Bellarmine oh you were actually named after the saint yeah That's so um, for me that was and then so many people are who are you named after or so I'm named after my after my father so my your dad my, my dad is uh, my dad is David as well my Dylan my second brother um, I don't know where he comes from but <laughs> uh, but then Alex. My youngest brother comes from my grandfather's name was was Alex. I know with our kids we prayed about it for a while, mm-hmm. you know, and and we had a couple. And, and when you look at the little baby, you go, "Up, oh, definitely a Katie, or definitely a Nikki, or definitely." It is a kind Dan. of fun when people look like who they are named. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah, and it might be interesting to ask your mom or dad or somebody how how did you come up with my name? Yeah. Um, totally. Was it named after some character and what's the vampire movie? Um, oh, I can't remember. Twilight. It was Twilight. <laughs> <laughs> Never saw it, but or, or read it, but for a while, I know of it. people were naming their kids after the characters. Totally. From Twilight. Yeah, I mean, certainly it had some connection. Yeah, I mean, I mean, and names kind of fluctuate in and out to traditional mm-hmm. to like people start to experiment, and then they go back to traditional names, and then I think we're kind of moving towards the traditional. Um, the pendulum swinging. People are back. people are going back to kind of more more traditional names, but. Yeah, I mean, your name is, is really significant, especially when you're called by your name, uh, especially if you're called by your your, your first name. and middle name. So when like, you were in trouble, what did your ma or your dad call um, you? Well, David Alexander. <laughs> That's when you know, right? Yeah. This is serious business. <laughs> so, right? Absolutely. Yeah. So your name is important. It, um, your, your name, and the Jewish tradition would really kind of talk about this as your, your name reveals you. It contains you mm-hmm. uh, in a very real sense. That's why, like, our name is uh, is very significant. So we want to talk about that in, in relation to God's name uh, today. So God, so certainly we have the word God, right? And that's a certain human kind of explanation of this thing we, you know, understand as the creation, creator of all, mm-hmm. uh, creator and sustainer, sustainer of all things. But God also has different names, and the Jewish people had a number of different names for God. And we want to talk about uh, the name uh, Yahweh. So where did, uh, maybe some of the history, where, where did where did that word come from, do you think? Well, I, I love Moses um, is talking to God in the burning bush. And yeah, so, so God, in the Old Testament, yeah. God gives Moses... Um, the job he wants Moses to go out and kind of shepherd his people, and Moses goes, "That's really great, but who can I tell him sent me?" You know, yeah. and God just says, "I am who am." I've worked at camp for a very long time, and there's like camp answers that are non-answers, right? And I always thought, well, that's pretty much a non-answer. You know, like, what's mm-hmm. your name? I am. Okay, <laughs> where do we go with that? Have you ever thought about what "I am who am" means for you? Um. Yeah, so I mean, we studied this a little bit in scripture, um, and I can kind of give like a technical thing. I suppose I haven't thought about it personally, but, but I suppose I mean, I am who am. What is what does that mean? Right? Not very poetic or, or or romantic. No. But so, what does it mean? It means that God is 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 the ground of all being. God is being itself. Um, 
he is the foundation of of all that is essentially right and uh yeah and before this point like god had never revealed his name to us before that right this is this is a moment of revelation this is not something we could have just like come up with oh yeah god who is god i am who i am you know even even knowing that god is a father god is trinity you know like those identities of god we we couldn't know that without god actually telling us that Mm -hmm. revealing that to us because before Moses, it was always, you know, the God of Abraham, Isaac, you know, and Jacob. It was always like the God of these people, but God never had like an identity. Mm-hmm. God never had a name. So, and, and if you knew somebody's name, then you had power over them. So the Jewish people were very careful about not speaking the word Yahweh. Right. Yeah. And even, I mean, even to this day, uh, certain you know, Orthodox, Orthodox groups of, uh, of Judaism, yeah, they don't say or they don't write the name of God because it's something that's mm-hmm. um, beyond our understanding and, and should be revered. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think for me, it just, God is he's the one who's given not just me life, but everything life, you know? And I think that's the, the wisdom of God is God is. You know, and how do we live in the present moment with God? Mm-hmm. Um, we can look at the past and see God's hand working in our past. And we can trust that God will be with us in the future. But the important thing is God's with us right now. Right. And that's, and that's probably, you know, of all the names that God could have given for himself, um, you, know, you know, revealed to us, uh, before, or revealed to Moses before he went to do his mission of liberating uh, the, Jewish, the Israelite people from Egypt— I mean that's a good that's a good message for them to really kind of sink into that right. you know I am with you, knowing that they were going to have to go through uh, a lot they were going to have to go through different plagues they were going to have to go through uh, trials and tribulations uh, and then certainly getting into the desert wasn't uh, wasn't a party either walk in the park no. right it wasn't a walk in the park um, it was going to take them a while to get the promise land you know so having them hear that mm-hmm. would have been really really crucial and really really profound for them. I think it's important for us, too, is life has been kind of crazy in the last couple of years, you know, that God's with us right. no matter what. And it's not going to get any less crazy. Yeah, I don't think so. In the next <laughs> in the next few years, right? Or even the next few weeks. Yeah, I think part of life is just, it's crazy. Right. But God's with us. Right. So that's that's one word uh, for God. Any other, any other words? A friend of mine works yeah. at Sam's, and okay. he's a Jehovah Witness. Yeah, and so he'll talk about Jehovah um, instead of the word Yahweh. Mm-hmm. So, in case somebody says the word Jehovah to you, it's just another translation of the word Yahweh. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But for today, we're talking about Yahweh. One is God, who is mighty, strong, and prominent. Prominent, mm-hmm. or this was a big song for a while, El Shaddai. Mm-hmm. That God is Almighty, or the Mighty One. The Mighty One. Or this, my favorite one, Yahweh Shalom, the Lord our peace. Mm-hmm. So I think they look at the different names of God. Look at the different qualities of who God. Different is attributes and of, how we of who experience God, God. Yeah, uh, right. And God is mystery. God is un- unknowable. Right. So we could, there could be tons of names we have for God. Um, I was, I forgot to, I forgot to say the word. So, so uh, the word that describes what. Uh, Yahweh is so uh, Y A H E H. Yeah, yeah, I did that right. <laughs> um, so it's uh, it, that name is called the Tetragrammaton. So that's the fifteen dollar 
graduate graduate school word mm-hmm. because there's there's five there's five letters that make that that make it up. And when the Jewish people would write the word Yahweh, they would drop the vowels out, right? And it was just a consonant. Even now, a lot of folks when they write the word God, they'll put G like an apostrophe in the the letter D. Um, mm. Out of respect, like you wouldn't call your grandma by her first name yeah. and live to see the end of it. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's like it just do it out of respect. You just don't say they're call them by their first name. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, so that's a little bit about the background uh, and the significance of uh, of God's name. So this video, what's rather interesting, this woman who was going into a, a kind of a spiritual explanation. Maybe of the word um, uh, of the word, word Yahweh. So if you think of the word Yahweh, if you if you say it, if you if you pronounce it, it's kind of like a breath. Mm-hmm. So even if you tried to say it without really words, or you know, or without forming the letters, you know, it would be what, you know, mm-hmm. if you tr- tr- try breathing in and out and hear what it sounds like, it almost kind of sounds like the word uh, Yahweh. Yahweh. Which is really good, that the whole idea that God is our spirit and breath. Um, and when we're breathing, we can think about, you know, our relationship with God or that God created us. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's almost like God wanted to be so close to us that he wanted to be with us on our every breath you know, and every moment. That and, and it kind of reveals a truth that we would not be alive currently without God who created us, but didn't just create us. It is also like with us at every moment and sustaining us, keeping all of our organs running, <laughs> keeping, you know, he set these certain things in motion, but like they wouldn't work without, without him, without, mm-hmm. without his grace. Well, and even when we look back at the book of Genesis with the creation of Adam, you know, God breathes into Adam, mm-hmm. um, his spirit and his breath. Right, right. Yeah, another word for um, spirit is uh, ruah. My favorite word. Yeah. Because <laughs> that's another, when you say it, you have to breathe it. Ruah. Yeah, it kind of has power to it, mm-hmm. right? It's kind of funny. Yeah, like you said before, it's kind of it's kind of fun when words uh, sound like they, you know, the, identi- the, the, the thing it's describing. Mm-hmm. I think there's a word for that, actually, too. There is, and I can't think of what it is. Yeah. At the moment. It's like there's a word English. that describes the words that describes the word that describes it. Yeah. <laughs> um, and with ruah... One of my favorite scriptures is Romans chapter 8, verse 26, where it says, we don't know what to pray, but if we ask the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit will help us to pray. And one translation says, in unexpressible groanings, yeah. which I thought, it's just that, yeah. you know, when you get bad news sometimes or good news, that's just that expression of breath. Kind of a wordless, no words. A wordless yeah. prayer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so I think the the video is interesting. We'll include, uh, if I can, because I, I downloaded the video, but I'll see if I can try to find it. How do you uh, find things on TikTok? I don't do TikTok. <laughs> yeah, well, someone so. sent it Someone sent it to me on Facebook Messenger, oh, okay. and I tried to link it, but it wasn't a link. I had to actually just download the video and everything, so maybe okay. I'll, I'll, I'll figure it out. Okay. So. But uh, if not, there's there's other videos or other, other, other articles that might kind of explain the same thing. So um, yeah, it's 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 good, and I think it, it maybe just gives us the question, you know, with the importance of names and the importance of God's name, and that God wants uh, His name on our lips at every moment, and so He's given us this name, you know, Yahweh. God, so we see God's desire to be with us at every moment. You know, do we desire God to be with us at every moment? Are we conscious of the fact that we're breathing every moment is a gift? Mm-hmm. Every moment. Uh, 
is that and and do we include god you know kind of at every moment and i think sometimes in the middle of the night that's the best we can do is just do the breathing prayer um like say the name of jesus Mm -hmm. as you breathe in or out or say the name of yahweh as you breathe in or out yeah Um, saying god's name has power too right mm -hmm. i think this kind of ties into uh, maybe our kind of our last point um, so you know we know we know one of the commandments is you know to to not say the name of the Lord uh, in vain, right? So, uh, so whole, the whole realm of cussing. Do you ever have to correct your kids on <laughs> on not saying words they shouldn't? Sometimes, when they would go, "Oh my God," we'd yeah. look at them and go, "Are you praying?" And you'd yeah. get this like smirk, <laughs> you know that we maybe it could be a really good time to pray when <laughs> something's falling apart and you go oh my god right well maybe ask god to be part of that moment yeah but that's about the the most we've had to do how about you yeah um well i remember getting in trouble <laughs> as a kid for saying things i probably shouldn't um and you know there's cuss words and then they're saying god's name in vain you know there's mm-hmm. kind of a distinction there yeah. i mean cuss words i mean kind of depends on what you know anyway it kind of depends on the context and the situation, and, and yeah, we should use our words well, you know, mm-hmm. and not, uh, and certainly not curse people, right? That's a good thing not to do. But especially with using the Lord's name in vain specifically, like people will say God's name or like uh, Jesus's name, that you know God's name is a gift, and our so to say something is done in vain, it's kind of like, I don't know, rudely or I don't, I'm not. What does it mean to say like in vain? Like you're not um, you're calling upon God, but you don't actually mean it. Yeah. You know, you're yeah you're kind of throwing it out there, but you don't actually want God with you because you're not praying. You know, you're not using right. that word for something good. You're just kind of using it flippantly. So I suppose I don't know. To think yeah, of. I, I can't come up with a better example than that. Yeah. So, so it just leads us to reflect on you know. Do we use the Lord's name in vain? Uh, when do we do that? And maybe if we happen to find ourselves doing that, can we turn it into, instead of you know criticizing ourselves and beating ourselves up, could you, you could we change it into a moment of prayer? Mm-hmm. You know, we, okay, well, I just said that. And you know, yeah, kind of move it into a prayer. <laughs> and we'll pray about this. Yeah, because more than likely, you have something on your mind and heart that needs to be prayed about. So, yeah. One final thought. Um, Arthur C. Clarke wrote this short story back in the 70s called The Nine Billion Names of God. And it's about this uh, group of, I think, Buddhist monks who hire IBM, who was at the beginning of the computer age, to come out. And they believe that if you came up with all the names of God, that would be the end of the world. Mm. And so these guys come and they set up their computer and and they (laughs) laugh at the monks saying, this is like the dumbest thing we've ever seen. And as the computer's going through all these different names of God, they figured they're good. So they hop on their horse, they start riding down the mountain, and as they looked up, you could start seeing all the stars going out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I guess they reached 9 billion. Yeah, I guess they point. reached 9 billion. And I think part of that story is you can't come up with all the names of God because right. everybody who encounters God is going to come up with maybe a different name of who God is mm-hmm. or a different attribute of who yeah. God is. Yeah, and like certainly those are the names that God has revealed to us. But yeah, do we even have a personal name for God, even just mm-hmm. for ourselves? You know, I know, yeah. I know, um, I know Catholics. You know, who who when they pray, they refer to God as this, or you know, like, yeah, like who is God to us personally? Mm-hmm. Like, and, and and it's a both and, right? 
uh, our personal name shouldn't contradict <laughs> something of right. like, who God has revealed himself to be, right? Uh, but at the same time, we should be able to step into that, you know, step into that realm. Like, who is God to us? And can I, can I have a, do I have a name for God? And, and then just you know, in, in prayer, you know, does God have a name for me? You know, what does God call me? Uh, that's, that's something to be revealed. So if you're looking for some different names for God um, to reflect on how God's present in your life, you can Google names of God. Yep. Um, and that might help in your prayer. Or read Arthur C. Clarke's book or go. short story, <laughs> The Nine Billion Names of God, just for fun. <laughs> just, why not? Just why not? for fun. All right. Well, Deacon Bob, you want to lead us out in sure. uh, prayer? Let's pray in the name of Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Lord God, we thank you for being the God of the present moment. That as we look back in our lives, we can see how you have been there all the time, even in the midst of good things and not so good things. And we thank you that you will be with us in the future, that we don't have to worry about being alone. And we thank you for being present with us right now as we inhale and exhale your name. And we ask these things as we ask all things through Christ our Lord. Amen. 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 Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. All right, everybody, have a great week. Um, breathe the air. Enjoy uh, whatever food you're eating. If you want to go try gooseberries, they're at Trader Joe's. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, everybody. God bless.